Hey guys, you're listening to World of WWE, a WWE podcast. I'm Ant. And I'm Dan. What's up, guys? It is good to hear. Well, I can't hear you, but it's good to hear from you, Dan. I was going to say it's good to hear from all of the people listening, but I can't hear them. Um, so instead, thank you for tuning in. Today we are covering the Royal Rumble 2021. It was a pretty surprising show. I didn't expect a lot of what happened to happen, but it did, and we're here to talk about it all. Um, I will say, as much as, as much as I wanted my predictions to come true, I'm very thankful one of them didn't come true. Oh, I know, I know what exa- I probably know which one you're talking about too. Um, does it start with? Uh, is it like a one named wrestler? Yes. Okay, I got you. So, um. Let's dive right into it. So before the pay-per-view started, um, we have the pre-show. And I was surprised that they put this match on the pre-show, but they did. It's the WWE Women's Tag Team Championships. The champion Charlotte Flair and WWE Raw Champion Asuka are defending against former champion Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax. Um, I thought this was a good match. Nia took a lot of the bumps. I thought it was cool to see a double natural selection by Charlotte. Charlotte also performed a double moonsault to the outside of the ring. Ric Flair came down. Lacey Evans pulled Charlotte Flair. Um, Charlotte put, I think it was Shayna in the figure eight, but Evans hit her with a woman's right. And I hit a leg drop on Charlotte Flair's back to get the win. And then Ric Flair and Evans smiles. So Ric Flair, Lacey Evans costing Charlotte Flair and Asuka the titles. Um, what did you think of the match? I mean, I didn't really like it that much. It was, it had its spot, but it wasn't like big. Like it didn't stand out to me out of the whole show, you know. Yeah, it. I thought it wasn't terrible, but um, you know, I, I just the thing is, I don't think they deserve to win it. I mean, nothing gets in. I like Shane, but like the whole thing with Nia Jax looking like. Remember what happened, what you did to uh, Dana Brooke? Mm-hmm. I just, you, you can't have a champion do that. Like, it's, she's not a very safe wrestler from what she's done in the past. I'm not saying I have anything against her, but it's just, I don't think that she'd be rewarded with a title, you know? Mm, I see what you're saying. Um, I, I see what you're saying, and I kind of... I hate when they balance the titles back and forth. Like, you made them win in December. You know, like, they won at TLC. I get that. You gotta, you gotta move on even though what happened. But I'm just saying, again, I don't think it should be, I don't think that behavior should be rewarded. Especially with the way guys getting beat. It's not the way yeah. to. Well, that's what I mean. Like, I, I don't like how, like, so, for example, like, so they want it at TLC, right? So what I think is that, like, why even bother making them win if they're going to drop it a month later? Well, sometimes it's a transitional thing, and I get that. Yeah, I think that's what I it is. Going for you. you know, they're just trying to build up, like, their, I guess, uh, like, their egos or something. I'm not really sure what it was for, but it was obviously for something. It was, I'm pretty sure it was mainly just for Vince's entertainment. Yeah, and also probably just to get Lacey Evans out there. But 
Speaking yeah, of Lacey Evans, probably to help build up that feud with uh, Lacey and her. Mm-hmm. What are you thinking of that feud? Or is that something you want to see? No, <laughs> I mean, I don't like Debbie. You're having Ric Flair, her father, with someone else. It's just—it's not right to me. It's, yeah, it's not. It, no? it it doesn't make sense. And to be honest with you, it's kind of weird. Like I get the only. For me, the only reason why I would care is, like, what's happening now is if, like, Charlotte is, like, losing matches because of it. But I don't get why her character cares. Like, I understand she feels – like, because, listen, I come from a broken home. My mom and dad are divorced. Um, and I understand what it's like to see your father spend time with other kids or, like, spend money on other people and you're feeling like, well, what about us? So I get that thing. But – um I, I don't understand why she would care in now. In 2016, she told him she doesn't need him anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So why is she going back to the I need my father's support thing? Like, it yeah. doesn't make any sense. Well, also, she yelled at him about three weeks ago. That's true. So it's just like, it, it, it's, I don't know. I mean, but, but, but if you think about it, though, you know, that's kind of life. You know, we say things that we really don't mean. And she screams at him, get out of my face. But now it looks as if she needs him more than than he needs her. I need him. Yeah. So I agree. Maybe she yelled something out in anger, but it just, it's not something I personally would want to watch. Maybe Vince wants to watch it. Maybe Hunter. I don't know. Somebody clearly wants to watch this feud go down. I don't want to see it personally, but that's just my opinion. Me either, and I think the only reason why they're doing it is because they both have long blonde hair and they're both tall. That's my opinion. Um, yeah. But anyways, so that's the pre-show. Now we get to our main show, and the first match is WWE Champion Drew McIntyre defending against Goldberg. The first thing I noticed was Goldberg's shorts. I was like, what is happening? I, when I saw the I was like, what the fuck is he wearing? <laughs> he was wearing his uh his dorks, his dad shorts. Wait, his how do you say it? Shorts, dorts? His dorts, his dad shorts. Whatever um, you call those things, they weren't I don't know what you would call them, to be honest. I don't know. So they were strange looking, right? <laughs> yeah, especially on him. And for me, like I was getting ready. Kevin Owens or something, but not you. No, 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 no. And it, it was strange. And the thing is, like, I was getting ready to smoke because normally when I watch wrestling, I smoke and I get into it. However, I knew this match was coming and I was like, I don't want it. I put my letter down. But I took some notes. So one moment, Goldberg speared Drew McIntyre through a steel barricade and Drew McIntyre won after two Claymores. After the match, they hugged. Really short match. It was like two minutes. I'm very grateful Goldberg lost. Thank God they didn't pull a fiend on him. Thank God. I just don't understand the purpose of it. It was two minutes long. Why yeah, even I do it? I don't understand the purpose of it either. But they did <laughs> something. I guess maybe it was to build up McIntyre's credibility. Like maybe show how strong he was. But at the same time, Goldberg's like how old? 50? Yeah. And also, not for nothing, like he fights these big, important matches. They're like two minutes long and then he disappears for like eight months and he comes back and everyone's supposed to be scared of him. He gets a title match. Why? Yeah. You're just shoving him in the title picture that nobody wants to see him in. I have a new way of That's knowing spoilers fine, now. Dude. 
the best way to find out what's going to happen on WWE TV is to go to the network because they recently released a 24 on his streak. And I was saying to myself, I wonder why they're releasing this about Goldberg now. And then voila, he pops up. So I guess that's a sign um, of things to come. But anyways, so yeah, it wasn't a great match. We both weren't, you know, wanting it to happen. However, you thought Drew was going to lose, so I did. I thought they were gonna pull a feud on him, and I'm very grateful I was wrong. That is like one of the first time I've ever said that sentence, but I'm very grateful I was wrong on that. Me too. Um, next up, we have the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship match. The champion, the boss, Sasha Banks, taking on the Untouchable Carmella with Reginald. Not a lot going on here, in my opinion. Sasha got the win after the bank statement. I felt like their TLC match was a lot better, in my opinion. Yeah, uh, it didn't show off their true potential. I just, I don't, I don't see any chemistry between them. No, no. I mean, like you, like Bailey and Sandra, that's chemistry. Carmella and Sasha, not so much. Yeah, and I just listen. I have nothing against Carmella. She's a good wrestler. But she's not top to me. No, she she's she's kind of been on bottom. Like she hasn't very uh, she hasn't shown her true potential lately. You know. Yeah. Shown what she can truly do in that ring. Like, like I agree with you. What a she's one of my favorite wrestlers. But with this whole gimmick and this whole whatever they're doing with her, I don't like it. Yeah. I just don't. And I feel like, <laughs> excuse me, their whole like thing with Corey Graves where like he makes a little comment like, oh, Carmel, we know you cheated on your wife that you have babies with. We all know. Like, <clears throat> I don't know. Anyways, so yeah, so Sasha Banks retains the title. Now it is. Go ahead. This feud into mania because it's not a worth, it's not a very good one. Yeah, I don't see it. I don't see that happening. I hope not, man. Um, now we are on before we well, we'll talk about this match first, and then I'll tell you. Um, so we have the women's Royal Rumble match. I'm going to give you the entrances and the you know what happens during the match. So, entrant number one was Bailey. And the surprise return of Naomi. What did you think of that? Say I thought Naomi the surprise back. of Naomi was good, but I thought they did my girl Bailey a little dirty. Ooh, hoo, hoo, hoo. Oh, yeah, I forgot you like Pamela Rose Martinez. Who? That's Bailey. That's her real name. I don't know her real name. It's Pamela Rose Martinez. Mm. That's why her um her finisher, one of them is called the Rose Plant. Oh, I didn't know. The only finisher I know that she ever had was the... Uh, Bailey to Belly. Yeah, Bailey to Belly. Yeah. So the Naomi is number two. I was so glad to see Naomi. I love her. Um, Bianca Belair drew number three. I thought there was some really cool cartwheel moves by both Naomi and Bianca. Then we had Billy Kay at number four. Shotzi Blackheart at number five. Shayna Baszler at number six. I'm sorry to interrupt. I just wanted to say this. Yeah. I thought Shotzi Blackheart. Shotzi. I know Shotzi Blackheart. I don't know how to say her name properly. I'm sorry. But I thought, when I when I saw her enter and everything, 
I was actually really excited because, like, I, I when I watched an episode of NXT, I saw Russell. I'm like, I'm actually excited for this. She's she's pretty good in that ring. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to see this. Mm-hmm. NXT I, comes on I tonight. Watch Boy, NXT. Okay. Yeah, she's very cool. I think she might be on NXT tonight. I don't know. USA Network, NXT, 8 p.m. Shotzi Blackheart. Then Shayna Baszler comes out, number six. Number seven, speaking of NXT, we have Tony Storm. Tony um, Storm. Great wrestler. Great wrestler. Yes, Tony Storm is awesome. Number eight, surprise entrance, Jillian Hall. You can't take your eyes away from me. I'm not. I Carlos, I'm like, who is Jillian Hall? I don't remember her, nor her. Dude, she used to freaking sing terribly. She'd be like, um, I'm the hottest thing to When the boys see me, they turn red. Everybody run oh, run away. <laughs> He was the one that t- I think it was her or someone else. He told me that she was more of a like two thousand nine wrestler or something like that. But I don't remember. She her so she started out um in two thousand and five, and she worked with JBL and her character. She had this like weird like looking like sort of like pimple thing on her face, and the boogeyman ate it off, and then. Uh-huh. But that's that. I do remember that. I do remember that. That's her. And then she eventually, she eventually became a singles wrestler. And the whole gimmick was that she thought she was a really good singer, but she sucked. Wow. Yeah, that was her. So Julian Hall comes out. Um, Ruby Riot is at number nine. Number ten, Victoria, another surprise entrance. I grew up watching her, so I was excited to see her. I, I can remember Victoria. I, I remember a little bit about. She was awesome. She had some really great matches with Trish Strass. And you could check us out. Um, Carlos and I talking about Trish Strass and Victoria's match at Survivor Series on Lee's of the Ring, episode one with Trish Strass, out now. Um, then we're on number 11, Peyton Race comes out. Number 12, Santana Garrett from NXT, who, to be quite honest with you, is not on NXT pretty much at all. So I'm surprised they used her. Um, number 13, Liv Morgan, 14, Rhea Ripley, who I was excited I to was see. To win. I predicted her to win. What was cool, not to, we're, we'll get back to Ripley in a second, but Liv Morgan, um, for all those fans who are, um, my age, 27 and older, her costume, her attire is, um, sort of like a homage to Christina Aguilera's Dirty video. If you go back and look at it, you'll be able to tell exactly what I'm talking about. It's the exact sort of same outfit. So I was like, oh, that's cool. But anyways, um, Rhea Ripley, yeah, he, she was your prediction. She is awesome. And I, I, I love, if I had to, if she's, she's really tied with Bailey on my favorite women wrestler. She's one of my, she's definitely one of my favorites. It's between her and Bailey for me. Yeah, Rhea is definitely going to make a huge name for herself on the main roster now. I'm throwing that out. That's going to be great. Then number 15, Charlotte Flair. 16, you have Dana Brooke. 17 is Tori Wilson, who is a WWE Hall of Famer. Tori Wilson, I kind of missed, to be honest. I, I, I missed her. Yeah, she, she. I feel like she got a lot of stuff done to her face, so she looks a little different. I don't know. Mm-hmm. 
But I mean, she was definitely she was she was decent in her prime. She was pretty good in her prime. Yeah, but again, she was used a lot for like the bikini matches and like yeah, the, she was in like she was uh, wasn't she one of the, like the diva search winners or whatever? Um, nah, Tori actually came from WCW. Um, and when the whole invasion angle happened, she was with Stacy Keebler, and the two of them would have like panties matches, like swimsuit contests. She had a contest against Sable, so like she was more of like a pretty face. Uh, so she wasn't really a wrestler, wrestler with them. Not really, but she did compete in some matches. Like she had a match. Speaking of Royal Rumble, in two thousand, she was like decent in her prime. Like I've seen her few of her matches. Yeah, like, yeah, like she fought. Um, at the Royal Rumble in 2003, she fought Dawn Marie, and that was a great storyline. It was Dawn Marie was uh, hooking up with her father, and the father died of, like, a heart attack. And oh, so, yeah. remember yeah. that? We're seeing something about that, yeah. Yep. So then, I know what talking about. Yep, so that's Tori. So then, 18, Lacey Evans. 19, we have Mickey James. I, can I just say something? Lacey Evans came out in a shitty role. I just want to say that she came out in one of the shittiest robes. Yeah, ever. I saw and that. Was falling off her. And it didn't. It wasn't the same exact robe that Charlotte was wearing because Charlotte had butterflies on hers. But yeah, but I just say like the robe was so bad. Yeah, I, I've seen so. I've never seen a robe that bad. Yeah, it, it was not not but looking was good. Was that on purpose deliberately to just mock Charlotte? Yeah, I guess so. I know the robe was, but like, was it the fact that it was shitty? Was that was that to mock her? Well, I don't think so because Michael Cole was, or whoever was talking, was trying to plug the fact that like it was the same one, it was the same color that that Charlotte had earlier. So basically, they were trying to say it was like not a replica, but it was pretty much like the same standard. But I didn't think so either. I, I was just laughing at the fact that when she was like when Charlotte was beating her up on the outside, the feathers were just on the outside. Yeah, it was it was very it was very strange. Um, next we have uh Mickey James, who I was excited to see again. Number twenty, Nikki Cross, who debuted a new theme song. It's kind of weird. It's like country, kinda. Um, Nikki Cross, I missed her. She's she's not my favorite, but I really would put her near the top. I loved her. Did you get a chance to watch her match at? Uh, Horror show against Bailey. I did. That was that's, a good one. Remember we talked about that. I that's one of the reasons why I loved her. She she's a good wrestler. That was a good match. Um, speaking of someone who I like, uh, twenty one Alicia Fox. I was excited to see her back. Alicia Fox. She is really good at what she does. She became twenty four seven champion during the match. Which for some reason our truth was coming up, which was really delayed for the few months to chase after we were like. I was always wondering, why the fuck is he out there? Is he, like, trying to do that old shit where, like, I'm going to win the Royal Rumble, and that's the Women's Rumble? Mm-hmm. Like, is that? It's I'm so like, strange. Okay, that's kind of funny. That'd be a funny spot, but okay. Yeah, it made no sense seeing him out there, but I guess it was just for well, the... And then, for some reason, it was so delayed for the guys to come running out after him. That was, like, very odd, you know? Yeah, it took, like, a minute. I don't understand what was going on with that whole situation. Uh- I don't either. I guess maybe one of them wasn't exactly fully ready or something. I guess. I don't um, know. Number 22. I mean, Go ahead. Alicia Fox, she's good. I'm not going to doubt. I'm not going to talk down to her, uh, talk down about her. She's a good wrestler. I just never really was a big fan of hers. Like, she's good. 
but she's also had a few uh, funny moments. Oh yeah, that's the only reason why I like her because she was pretty funny. Um, I don't know if you ever saw the thing, but like uh, <laughs> she threw a box. I believe it was a Nia Jax. Yes, I love that, and she apologizes. For and it. Like she was supposed to be like bad at her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then she like snaps out of it. She like gets mad, then she doesn't. She's like, sorry. She, like, she snapped out of character for a split second. She's like, "Oh, I'm sorry." Yeah, it was so strange. And she's like, "Fuck, I forgot I'm supposed to hate her." Um, number twenty-two, Mandy Rose, who I gotta say, I'm gonna give you my honest opinion, and I'm not bashing her in any way. I feel like since she got the haircut and has a new demeanor, she's gotten a little bit boring. I don't think. The only thing that I really remember her for was the thing with Otis. That's the only thing I remember her for. Yeah. Um, Either that or, or Fire and Desire when they were with Paige. Those, those were the only two reasons that would ever remember her. Yeah, there's really, you know, she's a pretty face and she's pretty good in the ring. But um, yeah. number 23, Dakota Kai. 24, Carmella. 25 is Tamina Snuka. 26 saw the return of Lana, the ravishing Russian. I was like, oh, God, please eliminate her, dude. I was like, no, I don't see this bullshit with Lana going after the title again. I was happy to see Nia Jax get tossed over by her, though, I will say. If Nia Jax won, I probably would have just stopped watching the pay-per-view. I'm like, no, I'm not. No, fuck this. I'm not doing this shit. Poor Nia Jax. First she wins the tag title, then she wins the Royal Rumble. No, fuck that. You are not. Not a fan of Nia. It's okay. Uh, uh, she is, she's one of my least favorite uh, women on the roster. I just don't like her. Well, one of my favorite, Alexa Bliss, comes out at 27. I was surprised with how quick they eliminated her. I, I was too. I was surprised they didn't do anything really with the fiend. Like they were, it looked like they were going to, but then it just nothing happened. Well, here's what I thought was going to happen. I thought they were going to have her come out get eliminated, and then have, like, the other side of her. Because you know how at first she comes out? Yeah, 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 like, she was doing the whole, like, she snaps out of it, and then she goes back to, like, her Yeah, I thought they were going to do that. Yeah, I didn't understand. Like, maybe you could try to make some sense of it. Like, she has this huge push. I'm not saying she should have won, but... That's what I'm saying. You know, it's like you have built her up as this Oscar's supposed to be scared of her, but yet she gets eliminated in like the time that she was in one minute and two seconds. Like, what was the point? I don't know what the point was exactly. Like, like you said, if they would have done something like that, like, uh, like they had her. <laughs> The, like the fiend kind of version and then after that she like just or in the middle of the match she could have like just snapped out of it she could have started crying or something like that that would have been cool you know like that would have been like confusing as fuck for her like that would have also helped with the whole transitioning thing with her trying to figure out what the fuck is going on you know look if Randy Orton's wife gets involved I'm calling you off what do you mean <laughs> if they do I'm joking. Put a WrestleMania mixed tag match the Fiend and Alexa Bliss versus Randy and Kim Warren. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I love Alexa Bliss. But I'm loving this whole thing. I didn't love how quickly they eliminated her. Even though as much as I love Rhea Ripley, don't get me wrong, I love Rhea Ripley. I love Alexa Bliss. One of my favorites, both of them. I don't think they should have had her eliminated that way. No, maybe they should have waited, like made her like Final Four or something. Something like that. Um, but, actually going to say this, uh, it was actually funny because 
I'm pretty sure I've said this on air a few times. My mom or my mother is a bit biased on these things. Like she'll judge everybody by like their outfits. Like, mm-hmm. She'll say, "Oh, I like Vicky Jane because of her outfit." And I'm like, "Okay, okay." And she thought Rhea Ripley looked weird. She's like, "She looks fucking stupid. What? What is she supposed to be?" And I'm like, "She's supposed to look badass. That's what she's supposed." To. She's like, "Well, oh, I don't no. like how she looks." I'm like, "Okay." And then and she likes the feud and everything. She likes the whole thing with her and Alexa Bliss. Mm-hmm. It's just, I hope she wins, and I'm like, okay. And the second she saw Rhea Ripley eliminate her, she's like, bad bitch. <laughs> she, she knew she was. She knew she didn't like her from the outfit, and then she she's eliminates like, her. Bad bitch better get eliminated soon. Oh my god! Yeah, I know. I get into it too, just like that. Like the other time I was watching, so I was like, you better get that bitch. I was like super into it. It's bad. Like, that's funny. funny. I mean, like, she's just judging them by their outfits. Like, yeah. She was like, I hope John Morrison wins or that guy wins because of because his pants are like sparkly or whatever. That's hysterical. Yeah. The, the... I just, I don't get it. She's very biased with this stuff. Like, she likes Kevin Owens and she likes Roman Reigns. Over here, she's like, poor Kevin Owens. He gets hurt all the time and he gets bullied and everything. And then, and then the next night, she'll be like, Oh, poor Roman. He didn't mean he didn't mean to hurt Kevin Owens like that. Oh, that is hysterical. Wow. You have to like, like you, wow. you have to like wow. for yourself like. I think she's just doing it to entertain me or anything. But I'm just like dying laughing at the travel. Like you are so biased on this shit. They could be like the like shittiest like. Most terrible wrestler ever, and if they're wearing she like, she likes Lana. She yeah, likes Lana. Well, your mom should go into like the fashion industry. <laughs> I was like, wow, you. She was. She was. Remember Survivor Series where it was like Lana was supposed to be like the sole survivor because she was on the outside because mm-hmm. they were both or whatever. Yeah, she was like for her, she deserves it. I'm like, she did nothing. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I agree with you. I was confused that they made her win, but yeah, your mom, you know, she has an eye. No, that 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 definitely whenever like people get like family gets involved and like they, they say funny stuff, that's definitely something hysterical to talk about. Yeah. Um number twenty eight was Ember Moon. I was excited to see her. Excited to see her too. I was like, Yes, Ember Moon, I forgot you. I completely forgot about her. I haven't even seen her. I love her. She was on 205 Live. She's in the Dusty Rhodes um, tag team tournament on NXT. So what, back to NXT? Yep, she's on NXT now, yep. Uh, oh, okay. Yep. I, I remember when she was on the main roster. Yeah, she started okay. off in NXT. The main roster, and then she disappeared. I was like, well, that's a bit of disappointment. She but had I some... Like, I like I like Everboot. I like her eclipse, uh, finish of the Eclipse. That's a fucking badass finisher. She had a really good match, well, a couple of matches against Asuka in NXT. Um, I, I, saw, I actually saw one of them. Yes. Where it was, though. They're really good um, chemistry together. So then our final two women, Nia Jax at number 29, and 30 was Natalia. Um, the final... Let me tell you, um, whatever, I've got some notes. I remember where Charlotte, Rhea Ripley, and uh, Bianca Belair. Yeah, that was the final three. So it was uh, Charlotte, Flair, Rhea Ripley, and Bianca Belair. 
and then Charlotte got eliminated, and then it became down to Bellier and Ripley. I was like, yes, Rhea better win. And then... With the ending. And then Bianca I'm won. Because Bianca Belair won. I don't think they should have done this. I feel like they kind of did both my girls dirty. You know, they did they did Bailey dirty with her beating her on SmackDown, and now they're doing real dirty with her beating her on the Royal Rumble. Like, this is fucking bullshit. See... I saw it differently. <laughs> I got emotional for her after the win um, because I watched her 24 special and then I I know how I hard it was. Like Bianca. I don't like her, to be honest. I, I don't like the whole ponytail thing. I don't like the I don't like her that much, to be honest. I never was a big fan of her. You got to wait till she takes out the, the – when she takes the brain, she whips people with it. That's a uh, <laughs> – I will love her that, but I'm like, I still don't like her. Yeah, I, I, I respect her. No, I think I, she's... I, I get it, but like, I also don't. Like, I get the whole EST thing, like, she's trying to say I'm the best, I'm the prettiest, better, all that stuff. But at the same time, it doesn't make sense to me. It, it just doesn't make that much sense to me. I just don't like her. I don't know why. I promise I she will grow on you, because I didn't like her at first either, and I was like, I didn't understand the EST thing either, but... One, the problem too with WWE is like lately they haven't really been like, they put her in matches on SmackDown like last week, but like, you know, with the whole stupid, oh, the obstacle course and then the this and the that, like that doesn't really give her a chance to really like show what she can do. I, I think another reason that I'm not kind of like liking her is because she beat my favorite two women wrestlers. And that's also probably a big reason why I'm, I'm kind of hating on her at the moment. Well, you know. They win some and they lose some, right? I mean, I'm just like I love both of them, and they did her dirty, like they, they did them dirty like that. I'm like, that's bullshit. He's like, one thing that really upset me was when she was crying after the match. Like, I get it; it's an emotional thing, but you don't need to cry. Like, you just won the world title. You only want a shot at it. Like, calm down. But you want a shot at the title. But here's what you gotta think about. Just picture yourself, though, being being in the Royal Rumble match and having the chance to um, do it all over again. But who knows? Yeah, I guess you're right. I mean, again, I felt it was a little ridiculous. But anyways, let's move on from it. Yeah, Bianca Bellier. It's okay. Um... Dropping pretty soon, Ladies of the Ring, Episode 2, The Glamazon, Beth Phoenix. You could hear um, Ladies of the Ring, Episode 1, with Trish Strass, live on demand. Check that out. Beth Phoenix coming soon. Um, Next, we have the WWE Universal Championship, Last Man Standing Match. The champion... Actually, I'm sorry to trust you. Actually, it had a bit of a botch in that. Oh, my God. Carlos and I were talking about it, and he was asking me what I was talking about. And I was like, Carlos, go back and watch. Well, yeah, I mean, look how long it took Paul Heyman on locking from the Oh, my God. It took him so long. It took him forever. Do you want to know why he took so so long? What happened? Because the, the... like, you know, where the key goes in and everything, it was on the wrong side. So it, they couldn't figure it out. And it took them that long to figure out it was on the wrong side. Oh, my Lord. We'll get they, to there. Because they use real cups. They don't use, like, fake cups. Like, they're using real ones. Yeah. They use fake ones, throw them, and it's, like, snap them and have them. That would be pretty cool. 
Yeah, that that would have been, but and we'll get there because that was definitely a moment. So we start off and both Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens are fighting in the audience area. Roman sends KO off um the stage through the table like a couple weeks ago. We then see Roman Reigns run over Kevin Owens with a golf cart. Um I- the shield kind of like hit Roman in the face a bit. Yeah, that was that was hysterical. Good, he deserved it. Um, KO hit Roman with a pop of power bomb on a table, and then hit him with a splash through the table. Um, he climbed a forklift, climbed to the top. Um, he was really high, I thought. And um, can I just say something? Yeah. I, I thought something like that was going to happen, and I when I saw him do the swanton bomb off, I was like, oh, that's cool, but I, I thought where you were thinking, like, that maybe he was going to use it, but... Um, like, that would have been the better play for Roman Teal character. Yeah. Whatever. And also, I just wanted to mention this, uh, I don't know if you saw this, or at least heard it, but I believe it was Corey Graves that said it. When Kevin Owens fell off the stage, he got up and he was going backstage. Corey Graves goes, wow, what an dreaded in, uh, adrenal, adrenaline rush. Blah, I can't speak today. Adrenaline. Blah, I can't speak today. You know what I'm trying to say. Adrenaline rush. Rush. Yep. From Kevin Owens, where he fell off the stage, he was gone for weeks, and then he just suddenly gets up in less than ten seconds. Mm-hmm. I thought that's hilarious. Yeah, I mean, they gotta think that type of stuff through at this point. Now they always do that, and it's just like, stop making mistakes, people. So then, <laughs> just find it funny because I'm like, yes, that's very true, and I'm like. I get it that you're trying to at least use that like as a point. Did you have to say that? Yeah, and and oh, so I mean, you could have just left it alone, and people would have probably forgot about it. They'd be like, "Wow, okay, that was such a cool moment that he did that, and he got up right after that. That would have been funny." Nah, they WWE has to get together with that crap, man. Then we see uh, Roman; he spears KO through the Rumble stage. Um, Roman says that he can't go home if he quits and he has handcuffs. KO attacks Roman's with the handcuffs and then he handcuffs him to, he handcuffs him to like the stage and he's on the ground and, um, basically Roman gets to nine or the ref gets to nine, but Roman sends the referee to steal Garter and he low blows KO. That was actually planned or that was just like. Was that supposed to be planned, or was that supposed to be, like... I think that was planned, because then if, you know, because him knocking out the ref leads to Paul Heyman coming in with the with the, with the the handcuffs. Okay, I wasn't sure if that was, like, planned, or whatever. I was like, okay, that's kind of a weird number, but okay. Yeah, and then Paul comes down with keys. Um, He can't get the handcuffs off Roma Reigns. I said this is an embarrassing moment. I said it took, like, five minutes. Um, that, that's what we were talking about earlier, that's... They could get the actual key at the keyhole. That was the funny part. It made no sense. Yeah. And then um, I said that Roman should have lost. The referee stopped the count because Paul couldn't unlock. Did you see that? He got to six and he just like stood yes, there. Yes, he did see that. I was like, why would you stop counting? He had like a glitch in the Matrix. Like he just like, <laughs> it was really weird. <laughs> I, was, I was like, wow, guys. 
fucked that up bad. Yeah, and then Roman put KO in the guillotine, and then Roman, I mean, Kevin and Wins did not answer the 10 count, so Roman won. I was mad about that. Why end it with the, why end it with a submission? Why? Yeah. I, 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 don't, I don't like that type of ending. I mean, Maybe so they can't knock them out in that way. Do it a different way. Yeah, I, I thought it was a great match. I thought it was a really good last man standing match. Um, but the ending definitely. Yeah, whoa, the ending. Whoa. It just shows you an ending can ruin a good match. Definitely can for sure. Um, before we go into our main event, I want to plug. Um, coming up, dropping tomorrow is the Attitude Era. Um, Survivor Series 1998, so we are excited for that. So check oh, that God. out. Get so, ready to laugh. Stupidity. Yeah, it was a it was a fun time. So let's go into uh, the main event match. We obviously know that the number one entrant is Edge. Number and two ready, is. Which I'm so I really hate that they did that. I really hate that they had to go and announce them. Yeah. Why did you go and announce them like that? That's so fuck. It just made me so mad that they did that. There should have been more of a surprise in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, like they did, they did the match with, the, uh, with Nia Tamina and uh, Natalia, and they did the announce the thing with Edge and I'm like, why do that, though? Like, that ruins the number one and number two. That's part of the fun. You don't know who's going to be who. Mm-hmm. No, I totally agree. It was a... Uh... Very strange, very, very, very odd. Um, so the so Edge and Randy Orton they fight at ringside at the announce table. The number pretty good though that you know they they had it had a moment where Edge got revenge on Orton, and then they take him back to the to like you know the backstage area. Yeah, I thought that was actually a pretty genius move. Yeah, I thought it was a I thought it was interesting to see that happen. Um, when I saw that though, I'm like, oh crap! Now Randy's gonna win. Did that. Oh. Yeah, I thought that too. I thought so too, but we'll get we're, there. We'll get, later. we'll get into that later. Yep, so then number three was Sami Zayn. Number four, Mustafa, Mustafa Ali. Um, all three men beat up on Edge. Number five I is... Why, though. Why do that? I don't know. I think because they're all heels. Work with... I'm not even going to try and pronounce that name anymore. I'm not even going to try anymore. I'm just going to call him Ali at this point. Why would Sami Zayn work with Ali Yes. Why does that make sense to me? Why does that not make sense to me? I have no idea, man. I think because they're all bad, so... Um, yes, but... Whatever. Yeah, Jeff Hardy comes out number five. Um, Randy... Like Jeff Hardy. That was pretty cool. Yeah, that was good to see. Um, Randy hitting RKO to everybody, and then Edge speared him. They fly the announce table, and then... Um, Edge hit Randy Orton with an education on the like table. The last year and everything too, what they're really doing is they're really working that under the rope crap. Like even with the women's rumble, they always go and they're like pointing at, oh he wasn't under the he wasn't under the bottom, so he's not eliminated. And I'm like, okay, I get that, but why do you have to keep going for that? Like you don't want to keep seeing that. Yeah, yeah, no, I hear you, I hear you, man. I I agree, one hundred and ten thousand percent. Um. They're working that angle a little too much in the Rumble match. So, yeah. I mean, if you... So that table spot was nuts. Ding dong. Hello. What's up, guys? Hey, Carlos. Hey, Carlos. 
Where have you been? I've been hanging around. I they, just had to come to, 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 to stop by. Yes, thank right. you for us. Uh, talking about the Rumble match and how Edge just, uh, hit Randy Orton on the table. Yeah, that was that was insane. He did like a he did like a back body drop or something onto him on the table. That was yeah. nuts, Carlos. Thank you for joining us. We um yes, like Dan said, we were in the middle of the Royal Rumble match. I know you checked it out. Um, and we're on our number six entrant, Dolph Ziggler. What did you guys think of him coming out? I mean, it was kind of cool to see him, but yet again, like, you know, we kind of saw him with, like, the Bobby Roode stuff, so... Yeah. Like, the whole tag team thing. Yeah. But aren't they tag team? I'm cool to see him, though. Don't get me wrong. I love Dolph Ziggler. Don't get me wrong. I love Dolph Ziggler. Yep. Yeah, and he is a tag team champion, Carlos, with Robert Roode. Um, Even though he should be Bobby Roode, just saying. Yes. So then Edge they hits... Should be, they should be defending their gold. Yeah, they should be. They haven't defended it. Well, no, I think they did. I don't know. I don't think they defended it. I don't think they haven't defended it. They didn't defend it on the like the pre-show or anything. They haven't showed there was, anything. There was, no tag, there was no tag team championship matches. Well, well, the only tag team championship match that was was the women. Yeah. And then there was one on Monday Night Raw with the house party, but... You know. Yeah, but that was for the Raw tag team. Yep. So, then during the match, after Ziggler comes out, um, Edge hit Randy Orton's leg, and then Ziggler eliminated Jeff Hardy and gave Edge a zigzag. After that, Shinsuke Nakamura comes out at number seven. As he comes down to the ring, Randy is being brought backstage. Thoughts on Nakamura? I'm kind of mad when I saw the Randy Orton being brought backstage, because that means she and Randy Orton is going to come out later, and he's going to win it, and I'm going to get well slack. Yep. They tend to do that. They tend to always, like... I mean, they did it with Roman Reigns in 2016. They had him come out later. Surprisingly, he lost at that point. But, you know, they, they had him do it. It's just because, though, that way they don't have to go for so long, you know? Yeah, I get it. I get it. Carlos, thoughts on Nakamura? Uh, she's gonna, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm glad. I'm, only thing is that I'm glad it's being sung back tomorrow. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, uh-huh. yeah, he's cool. I'm glad he has his old team song back. Me too. I like it. I don't really like the um that heel one. I just didn't like him as a heel. Like, I mean, it made a little sense to me, but at the same time, it didn't. Like, it wasn't a very good one. It wasn't yeah. Like he does it. He does it. Like, he didn't really talk with his mouth. He talked with actions like a bad. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then number eight, we have our surprise entrance was Carlito, who came back. Hey, I know. that was pretty cool. Hell yeah, we got Carlito. <laughs> yep. He was buff as fuck. Like, what the hell did he look like? He, 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 he looked old, but he also looked in great shape. So I was like, wow. Okay, he looks totally different from what I remember him. Fun fact. I heard I heard, I heard uh, the Undertaker and Primo are like really good friends. You know Primo. His, um, his old taxi partner. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. guys. Like, they, they train together, Undertaker and Primo. I have a fun fact about him. Well, it's more about his dad. Hopefully they bring back Carlito's apple. Yeah, I know. I was thinking about where's his he apple. Even, he didn't even bite it, though. He just threw it in somebody's face. So. Yeah. Well, actually, fun fact. Carlito's not even still signed with WWE. Like, they're pretty sure he's going to be like with, like, uh, like what they did with MVP last year. But he's still not signed. 
WWE. Well, I have a sad fact and kind of, well, it's not fun. Well, his father is a murderer. Well, not really. His father um, owned a wrestling company in Puerto Rico, and there's a wrestler named Bruiser Brody there. And um, Carlito's father never paid him. And there was another promoter who never got along with Bruiser. They fought, and Bruiser, like, I guess beat him up in the ring. So backstage a couple years later, Bruiser um, was called to talk, and I guess the guy stabbed him a bunch of times. And Carlito's father didn't really, you know, do anything about it. So there's a lot of, you know, anger when it was brought into the Hall of Fame. So... But Carlo is a great wrestler, and you can't judge people based on their parents. But it was a little um, interesting. You can't. Yep. But no, it was great to see Carlo I mean, back. Look, I mean, look at uh, say Curtis Axel to uh, Mr. Perfect. Curtis Axel never lived up to the hype that uh, Mr. Perfect did. Uh huh. Yep, you're right. So Carlo looked great. Um, entrant number nine was Xavier Woods. Number ten was Big E. There was a cool moment where... Well, I, believe, I believe it was Carlos's pick, correct? Yeah, I got a big Okay, yep, he was. I think, actually, Carlos won the prediction because... No, no, no I didn't. I, I, my, my pick, I wanted Big E to win, but I said Braun Strowman. No, but I mean, like, no, all together. Either way, I don't remember who you picked. Oh, you mean, like, remember, I remember overall. The whole show. He won because yeah, yeah. Like the whole show, yeah, Carlos won for like the whole show. Yeah, I think it was like four out of six or something. Something like that. I don't know. I had like four out of seven. I think it was like I, I texted Carlos. Hold on, I'll check it really quick because I, I remember saying it was like four to six. While well, Dan I, checks, I, remember I said I said Shana and I were gonna, and then I said, uh, "What's the next match?" Uh, why don't we wait and talk about that later after we go yeah. over? Because then we could officially say the predictions and everything. Um, Woods picks up Biggie, and then Biggie splash Sami Zayn, and then New Day sends Sami Zayn out. So the conspiracy is still against him. Number eleven, John Morrison comes out. Um, Ali eliminated Xavier Woods, kicking him off the apron, and then Biggie eliminated Ali. Um, Ricochet came out. He was number twelve, and then it was interesting. Was fire, by the way. Like yeah, Ricochet always has really cool stuff. Um, yeah, it was. I liked the blue gear on him. It looked pretty good. It looked good. Yeah, it looked really good on him. Um, but he. So it was actually three out of six for me. I got three out of six correct for mine. I'm pretty sure Carlos got four out of six. Yeah, so I. I got like five out of six actually. No, 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 I got, I think I, 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 I missed the Rory Rumble match, and I missed the Roman versus Kevin Owens. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Those seven, because I got, I never picked Bianca to win. I remember you picked her. Yeah. Yeah, but I went with Alexa Bliss. I went with Rhea Ripley, and I was so damn close, I was pissed. Mm-hmm. Um, 13 was Elias. Um. I was, I was actually happy to see Elias. I kind of missed him. Eh. <laughs> I do. I like go to P when he comes out because I can't stand him. Like I don't think he gives anything to anything. 
I like the whole who wants to walk with a lion? Nobody. Like I mean, at least not me. I mean, I, I would. Well, have fun, you two, because. Have fun, you guys, because you know where I'm walking with? I'm walking with people who have catchphrases like The Rock. Do you smell what The Rock is cooking? I'd rather smell what The Rock is cooking than walk with okay. Elias. You know, if, I'm gonna, if we're going to do something like that, you know who I'd walk with? Who? Jeff Jarrett. Double E? J-A-R-R-E-E? Oh, no, no, no. That's right. See, that's all I'm saying. Like, Elias, like, compared to their models and their taglines, like, that's the only reason why I don't like it. It's just, like, he he's good, very athletic, but I just like he doesn't bring anything. He's just, like, he's going to sing, and that's it. Yeah, but not good as Yeah. I also, I, I don't know what it is. I always liked I don't think this is like really, it's not really a catchphrase, but he called himself this. I really like the I'm the Lunatic Fringe for like Dean Ambrose. Like that was a good nickname for him, you know? Like yeah. He just made me think of that, you know, like, like he run the asylum, you know? That was always good for him. Yes, exactly. Um, Yeah, so whatever. Um, number 14 was Damian Priest. I was excited to see him because he's in NXT. Um, what happened? On the main roster. Yep. Yep, that was very cool to see him on Raw. And then we saw that Orion was in the trainer's room. Number 15 was The Miz. We saw him destroy Bad Bunny's equipment. And then... I hate the Bad Bunny shit. I hate that. I don't think... I just don't like Bad Bunny. I don't fucking like him. Well, he... um, Damian Priest eliminated Miz and Morrison. And then Bad Bunny jumped off onto both of them. Um, I also don't like it when celebrities get involved because I just feel like, like it kind of takes away from the actual athletes because if celebrities can do it, then what makes, you know, them special, the athletes? They try and make it look easier than the action is. Like, they're like, oh yeah, this is hard shit. You can't do this. Like, don't do this at home. But like, then they have celebrities get involved and it's like, really? Yeah. He has no idea what the fuck he's doing. Stupid. Um, so then number 16 is Riddle. Um, it was cool to see Shinsuke Nakamura and Riddle go at it. Um, Daniel Bryan came out at number 17. Um, and then it was, again... Daniel Bryan is the best, man. Him and Ricochet... I love Daniel Bryan. I always love Yeah, he's awesome. He's great. Um, then number 18 was surprised. You said that, like, years ago. You hated Daniel Bryan years ago. I did. I was not a fan of him at all. I thought he was, like, horny. Because I always said to myself, like, if Triple H can come back from, like, a serious injury like that, how come he couldn't? But I didn't understand that the doctors were telling him that he couldn't. So, um, number 18, the Demon Kane. I love it when Stephanie screams, the Demon Kane. Um, it's gotta be Kane. Yeah. Yeah, it's got to be Kane. So Kane came in, he choke slammed Edge. He eliminated Dolph Ziggler. Um, he also eliminated Ricochet by choke slamming him on the apron. Um, Daniel Bryan asked Kane for a hug. They did hug in the ring, and then he ended up choke slamming Daniel Bryan. Um, I'm scared there was like I thought Kane was gonna I thought Kane was gonna eliminate Daniel Bryan. I'm like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. I know. I thought it was happening too. But actually, uh, Priest and Kane went face-to-face, and then Damian Priest eliminated Kane. Um, number 19 was King Corbin. He hit a deep six to Shinsuke Nakamura. 
Number 20 was Otis. Um, I know that King Corbin eliminated Otis soon after. 21 was Dominic Mysterio. Dominic eliminated King Corbin with a Hurricane Rana to the outside of the ring, so got some revenge for the past couple weeks on SmackDown. 22 was Bobby Lashley. Um, he threw Drew... Who was that? Who the heck was this? Oh, Damian Priest. I was like, I'm thinking to myself, wait, I forgot who it was. It was Damian Priest that he threw over the top rope. So he eliminated Priest. He clotheslined him to the outside. And then um, Biggie and Bobby Lashley faced off. Number 23, the hurricane came down. I, I love it when the hurricane comes out. I don't know why. I just love the hurricane. Yeah, I like his theme song. Stay in the back. There's a hurricane coming through. Holy sidekick hurricane. It's Mighty Molly. Um, okay. Then number and then the hurricane got eliminated quickly. Number two. I'm sad that that happened. I'm like, no, hurricane deserves so much better. But I don't know if you noticed, but I'm pretty sure there was an like a uh, like you know hurricane was gonna go like with King, like he was gonna go choke slam. It reminded me of 2001 with uh him, Stone Cold Steve Austin, and Triple H. Do you remember that? You mean O two when the Royal Rumble? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was O two. I thought oh, I thought it was O one. I guess I was wrong. No, you're fine. No, I was very close, to be honest, so that's still pretty good. You're fine. Yes, you're fine. Yeah, I remember that. That was hysterical. That was a pretty good Royal Rumble match, the 2002. 2001 was good, too. Focusing on 2021 here, so. Yeah, I hear you, man. 2001 was a great year in WWE. Speaking of 2001, he was an Intercontinental Champion in 2001, turning on his brother in that year. Number 24, entering Christian. Um, I was shocked. I was like, "Holy!" Yeah, that was a big surprise to me. Like, was it? Was he not? That was the greatest entrant in in this year's Rumble match. I have to say, I have to say it. He was the greatest surprise ever. I, I, I didn't even think he was cleared. I thought he wasn't allowed to wrestle because of his concussions and crap. I would have to object on that. Thing. We'll talk about that later. I um, I love Christian. I grew up with him. I absolutely love Christian. Christian is one of my favorites. I really don't get why he's not in the Hall of Fame. I really don't get it. Because one of my friends, like, she absolutely loves Christian. Like, she, he is one of her favorite wrestlers, and she predicted that to happen. I'm like, there's no goddamn way Christian's going to be in the Rumble match. And I was like, holy shit, she actually got it correct. I got like, emotional when Edge and Christian right. hugged each other. That was um a moment. For sure. That was a moment to Actually, I'm pretty sure now that Christian's actually cleared, he's actually going to be a part-timer. Oh, my God. Please fight at WrestleMania, and, and Christian. I heard, I heard. I'm not 100% sure. This never confirmed or anything. Yo. Before Edge retires again, before he ever hangs up his boots again for real, they want to have Edge and Christian go for the tag titles once more. I have a good match idea for Christian at WrestleMania. You want to hear it? Yes, let me hear it. Christian against Big E for the Intercontinental title. That would be interesting. Right? Because Christian's... That'd be, that'd be very interesting. He's been a former Intercontinental champion numerous times, and Big E is the champion. I mean, that, like you said, is interesting, you know? Yeah, that would be a cool match. I'd like to see it. See, I should be running WWE, you guys. Hire me, Vince. Um... <laughs> You should be a writer. Right. I believe they were hiring for, for some writer. I know, Carlos, didn't you apply, man? 
I think you did. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I did. I actually got a call back, but they like told me like, oh, that um, that I should finish school first, get my get my name out there and shit. Ooh, that's okay. Yeah. You probably were like, shit, my life is going to change forever. <laughs> Sorry, Carlos. It's okay, but you got this, man. You will one day do it. Anything you think of can happen. And one day I'm going to be a wrestler and Carlos is just going to end up writing for me. How funny would that be? Yeah, and what about me? I'm going to be sitting there being like, yo, I knew these people. And he's gonna be over there. He's gonna be cheering in the crowd. He's like, yeah. or he could be an announcer. He could be an announcer. Dude, I could be a fucking announcer and I could be a fucking wrestler. Who fucking yeah. says you, that? You, from what I've seen on your like Instagram stuff, I believe you could actually like. I could see you being a wrestler. I can't see it. Well, I told you guys there was this one time where I was at fucking Bank of America and the dude was like, oh. Do you watch wrestling? You look like Kevin Owens because I'm chubby and I used to have like the long beard. And I was like, no. Well, I was like, yeah, but thank you. Okay. Sorry, guys. Yeah, I mean, well, I could also be, I probably want to be an announcer. Maybe I would like to start off as a manager. Be like an ass. Imagine Anthony just be my manager. That'd be pretty cool. Be like an asshole manager. Get my ass kicked a couple of times. Be like Bobby Heen. Exactly. I love being a heel. Anyways, um, the weird. Turn on the show for fantasies, I guess, guys, because. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, that would be an interesting world to, to, to see that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> We're all like, man, this sucks. We have to go back to the real world. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Your dreams are crushed. Yes. Sorry, guys. Um, so then four men eliminated Bobby Lashley. 25 was AJ Styles. I would love to see Edge versus AJ Styles. I would love to see Christian versus AJ Styles. Ooh. Ooh, that would be good. That would be good. That would be great. Um, now that Christian could actually wrestle again, there could be a lot of tree matches. Oh, my God. I know. I could see, like, Christian fight, um, I could even see Christian down in NXT, not saying, like, because he doesn't... I could, too. Because there's a lot of good competition down there. Adam Cole, Damian... Adam Cole, baby. Uh-huh. I, mean, I have a question. I yeah. would love to see Christian versus Finn Balor. I would love to see it. Go ahead, Carlos. What happened to Bobby Fish? Oh, I had the same question, but guess what, guys? He was in this week's NXT episode. We saw him backstage with Undisputed Era. Yep, yep. I didn't finish it yet, but okay. Yep, you'll see him before the main event. He's walking with the backstage. Um, sorry, guys. Yes, no, NXT, that's going to drop um, next, I think, on Monday. So then we see number 26 was Rey Mysterio. This was an interesting moment when Omis pulled Biggie over the top rope and he sent Biggie over the announce table. And that was a huge moment because Biggie is not an easy dude to just throw around. So that was interesting. I mean, granted, you know how tall Omis is and how powerful he is. So it's not like a shock, but um, seeing Biggie get manhandled like that was pretty surprising. Then we had number 27, Seamus. Um, Bella. Yeah. He almost pulled Rey Mysterio off the apron. 
and threw him into the guardrail, eliminating Ray from the match. Number 28 was Cesaro. Um, he does the bar signal to, with Sheamus, and then he gives him the swing for, like, I don't know how many times he did it. I missed the fans counting along, but he was dizzy. And then he also um, gave Daniel Bryan the swing as well. 29, um, Carlos can probably vouch. This is probably... Yeah, that's the wrong. I predicted that. I, I thought uh, he did predict Carlos. Uh, I, I, I thought a so lot hyped. of people predicted him coming in, though. I was so hyped. I was freaking screaming in my room, like, oh, shit. Even though I, even though I just saw him, like, two months ago. Yeah, it was cool to see. Everybody's like popping for him. They're like, holy shit, he's back already. He, he walked out with so much swagger, so much just like a new man. He's a father now, so it's probably such a... I can't wait to see what, what goes down with him tonight. Like, so I just feel like... For him. I just hope yeah. they don't like make him boring I again. I just think he like I really he's one of my favorites, but I feel like lately he lately I feel like he's been boring. So I'm just hoping that the storylines they give him are better. It's not his fault. It's crazy how everyone everyone that I like you guys like no because like I really no listen I I he's one of my favorites like I like his in ring ability and I'm not saying anything against him. I'm saying stuff against the creative writers because. Putting him with his wife, you know, while she's the man. Well, who is he? He's a WWE. You know what I'm saying? And that's not his fault. I know, but this is. I think it'll be better because, like, I don't know if you guys heard this. Apparently, Vince McMahon's brother died. Apparently, so he's been like, that's why he's been, like, not backstage and everything. Like, he's been dealing with the funeral and all that kind of stuff. So, like, Triple H has kind of been writing everything lately. So hopefully Triple H at least can get him into a good storyline before. I when he's in. You're right, because Stephanie is supposed to be. um, Triple H is the CEO. That's why I imagine he's doing it. I know that Stephanie is like head of creative. I think for like SmackDown. I think. Really? Or no? I think it's either Stephanie or Bruce Prichard. One of them. Um, you guys should definitely check out Talking Smack, too. Bruce, hang on, Talking, yeah, I, I have to check out Talking Smack. Bruce Pritchard was Brother Love, and he also was, like, a um famous writer and pretty... And I don't know if you guys remember this, but Eric Bischoff was originally supposed to be uh, the creative writer for uh, SmackDown a while ago, like when they first went to Fox. Yep, I remember yeah. that. Yep, he. I think he was working I'm for them for I'm a bad bit. They didn't end up doing that. I'm mad they didn't. End up well, they that. had him, but then he quit. Yeah, I'm mad. They, I'm mad that he quit. I'm like, I miss Eric Bischoff. I loved him as a general. I loved him. I thought Eric Bischoff was great. And then to finish up on the Royal Rumble match, number thirty was Braun Strowman. Um, Braun eliminated Cesaro and Sheamus. He threw AJ outside where Omis wasn't able to catch him, which I thought was funny. Um, we saw Edge and Christian spear Braun Strowman. At that point, Edge was in the match for 52 minutes. Edge and Daniel Bryan fight. Bryan and Riddle fight. Seth Rollins eliminated Daniel Bryan. And then he I also... Was mad, I'm like, no, not another Rumble match. 
let me let me let me just say I really enjoyed when Riddle and Seth Rollins got to fight because you know I remember like there's some beats between them that Seth said he'll never fight him or like some shit. But I'm glad that they it looks like they actually hit each other. Like they were throwing blows like. But also, I think like Matt Hardy and Edge, there comes a point where they're professional, and if like you know, like Matt Hardy, he just got cheated on, and the dude that like he did that got cheated. Edge hooked up with Lita, and now they're in a storyline where Edge is like making out with Lita every day, and they're talking about what happened, you know. So I think that there's like a bit of professionalism. I couldn't do it, um, but it was interesting to see the two of them know in the background and everything. That'd be interesting. Yep. Um. Yeah. So then Rollins eliminated Riddle with a stomp on the apron, and then he also Riddle Rollins. Okay. On sense, the look on sense thing was priceless when he when he did that. I was like, oh hell yeah, that was that. Now that reminded me of old Seth Rollins. Like that was great. Uh huh. And then Rollins eliminated Braun Strowman and Cesaro. Um, Edge eliminated Rollins, and then RKO ran in and hit Edge. RKO, oh my goodness, Randy Orton ran in and hit Edge. Oh with my the- God, not another one. We don't need the Randy Orton winning the third yeah. Royal Rumble. We don't need this. But guess what, guys? 11 years to the day Edge became the 2021 Royal Rumble winner. He was entry number one. And, uh, yeah, I was excited to see him win. Yeah. I was very excited to see him win. Um, I didn't think he was actually really going to win. I was so happy that he won. So, I have a little cool thing we're going to do really quick here. So we know that Bianca Belair won the women's and Edge won the male. So for women's, there's three options right now for Bianca. She could either go against Asuka for the Raw Women's title. Bianca could go up for the NXT Women's Championship against Io Shirai. Or she could fight um, WWE SmackDown Women's Champion Sasha Banks. Now, we probably already know the direction WWE is going, but which match would you want to see out of those three? I personally would want to see Bianca Belair versus Io Shirai, but that's me. Okay, okay, all right, okay. How about you, Carlos? We know you. We go ahead. <laughs> I want to. I want to see. I want to see her pick Sasha Banks because finally she can have a challenge, natural freaking good challenge, you know. Dan, I'm okay. Cool. I'm going to disagree with you, Dan, for a second. I would rather see her fight Sasha or Asuka because I've never seen it before. I think I've seen her fight Io Shirai in NXT before, but that doesn't mean they couldn't have a breakout match. So, okay, so those are our options. It would be another way to get NXT put over and everything. I think that would be a good way to do it. Yeah. You want to get NXT over, you want to put them as like a third brand because that's what they kind of want to do. So I'm like, hey. And I wouldn't hate on it. I'd be excited, you know, watching it, you know, like I'd like, yes, but like for me, I think um, I'd be a little bit more interested, but I, you know, I'd still watch it. As much as I know they're probably going to go with the Sasha thing, I kind of think it'd be better if they went with the Illustri thing. I think, my personal opinion. What I like about Sasha and Bianca, and I think what's interesting is that they're pretty much, their characters are kind of the same. And you know you're going to see a little bit of a heel of Sasha. You know you're going to see a little heel of Bianca. So it's like the mirror, like a mirror fighting the reflection, you know? So it's, I think. Yeah. 
to be honest though, either way, I don't think I really care who win that match. I don't personally I don't really like either one of them. Like I guess if I'd want someone to win, I'd kinda want it to be Sasha, but I'm pretty sure Bianca would win in mm. that situation. Okay. So now let's move on. Go I ahead. I just don't like I just don't like Bianca. I truly just don't like her. I don't know why. Even if she didn't do Bailey or Rhea, I just don't really like her. That's fair. That's you know, that's you know, that's your opinion, right? So yeah, that's my opinion. That's my prerogative. Do 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 I can do what I wanna yeah. do. It's my prerogative. Anyways, so the men's were a rumble match. We know Edge won. So right now, Edge could either fight the Raw champ, well, the WWE champion, Drew Mac, or no, yeah, Drew McIntyre. That would be a pretty good match. Drew McIntyre versus Edge would be a pretty good match. Yep. He could fight Finn Balor for the NXT championship. Can I just mention something really quick, like when you finish that? Yeah. I, yeah, just go ahead. Oh, okay, okay. And then um, he could fight either Universal Champion Roman Reigns. And guys... Before you, well, go ahead, Car. Dan, tell me, and then I'll tell you. What I was gonna say was, I love how they had Edge go on NXT and be like, you know, show that he could challenge Balor for the title. Because even though they might not go with it, it doesn't matter. It just shows the, it shows that the winner like truly can go after whatever which title he wants. Like, uh-huh. It doesn't have to be specifically stuck to Raw or SmackDown. Yeah. Plus, it would be a really cool match to see Balor versus Edge. Like, it's just a good way to show, you know, NXT is also a good brand to, you know, try and go after. I mean, hell, who knows? It could happen, I doubt it. But, you know, you never know. That's why I think, oh, my God, it was a great idea for them to do that when I saw that Edge was going on NXT. 